Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I am coming back at you live, folks, on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. I remember that song from way back in the day, Bobby Womack, Harry Hippie. And uh, as promised, folks, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Harry Hippie with our fantastic guest, Adam Angieski. And uh, are you there, Adam? I sure am. Hey. Nice to be on the program. Thank you very much for your interest in our work. Oh, thank you. Man, I did not know that there was such a thing as a private sector uh, company that keeps track of all the wasteful uh, government spending. Uh, open the books. I mean, you're a busy guy. You got openthebooks.com, and you've uh, written a book um, uh, on draining the swamp. <laughs> That's true. I wrote the uh, book Operation Drain the Swamp. Your listening audience can buy a copy at Amazon for like $9.99. It's a pretty good deal. It but is. The content is rich. And, uh, you know, we detail out the federal bureaucracy. For example, uh, most people now, the minimum wage for a federal bureaucrat is cash compensation north of $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And they get 43 days of paid time off. And they get bonuses and obviously pension benefits. Now, the people that pay the bill, what's the average? <laughs> a lot less. So I think, you know, I think that the average pe- median pay across America is some, somewhere around probably forty-eight or $52,000. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I was just throwing you a softball. In other words, less than half. Less than half. Less than half. And you, and you look at and see, and people don't realize this, Adam, but... Uh, Democrats vastly outnumber Republicans who work for the government. And, and in cities like San Francisco, that's why we were playing Harry Hippie. <laughs> and in honor of San Francisco, you wrote some stuff about San Francisco, all these hippies all around and, you know, laying around. They give them free drug needles. They, I mean, they give them so much free stuff. It's a wonder any of them are homeless. Well, it is absolutely incredible what we found when we pulled the 311 database of resident calls to the non-emergency line. We found that just since 2008, there's been 132,562 cases reported of human waste Mm. in the public way. It's absolutely disgusting. It's gross. And our data shows that it is peaking the number of case reports in 2018 hit an all-time high. Wow. And see now, uh, in a lot of places, if your dog poops and if you don't have some plastic bags with you to pick it up, you get a ticket. So they people are pooping, okay? In 132 cases, that's just those that got a phone call to the um, city emergency services. How many don't get a phone call? Absolutely. And it was 132,000 since wow. 2008. And most of them were since 2011, 118,000 cases since 2011. Wow. And we took a look at it by year. So in 2011, uh, in total, 
there was a little over 5,000 cases. And two years later, that number rose to 9,000. And two years later, in 2015, it was 13,000. And then in 2017, it rose to 20,000. Mm-hmm. And last year, in 2018, it hit 28,000 reported cases of human waste in the public way Ooh, in Lord. one year. Mm, I think uh, maybe Senator Kamala Harris needs to stop talking about, you know, how her family gets so high on reefer and maybe she needs to focus on how to clean the poop up human pooper scoopers well i mean that's a great point and san francisco is home to powerful progressive politicians house speaker nancy pelosi Mm, mm, mm. the new california governor gavin newsom and you mentioned u.s senator and presidential hopeful camilla harris yeah yeah I mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, these folks, they sleep their way to the top, admit it with Willie Brown, Willie Brown, the big kingmaker from San Francisco. And, uh, you know, and now this the, these empty skirts and empty suits, you know, uh, Tulsum Newsom, uh, Kamala Harris, you know, Nancy Pelosi, they want to force what they've done in California on the whole entire United States of America. You know, and they they talk a, a good game about income equality. And our point is maybe they, you know, maybe they should uh, start their struggle a little closer to home. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'll bet you this. I'll bet you there is zero human waste on the street where Nancy Pelosi lives and Kamala Harris (laughs) lives behind the 10-foot walls that surround their homes. They might have a 10 or a 20-foot wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have walls now. And you best believe that at the gate in the wall, there's a man with a gun. Well, look, um, San Francisco, by any measure, you know, it's a world-class city. It's a tourist mecca. It boasts 25 million visitors every single year. Even but, now, with all, because I've been hearing well, about this for years, drug needles in the streets. Yep. I mean, is it just certain sections that they, the tourists don't go? Well, and, and here, you know, here's the update, right? The Chamber of Commerce did, a, did a, you know, follow-up questionnaires to the tourists, and now 25% of them, that's 5 million people a year, will not come back. Mm-hmm. This is an economic issue, that, you know, the cleanliness or lack thereof of the streets. Wow. Like you said, human waste in the public mm-hmm. way, and needles mm-hmm. in the public way, and, you know, open, uh, open air, um, you know, uh, drug usage wow. on the streets. Everything Democrats touch. That beautiful city, you know, little cable cars climbing all the way up to the stars. I mean, you know, Tony Bennett, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so the new mayor, you know, this was a huge, a little over a year, about a year ago, this was a huge, huge issue in the mayor's race, cleaning up the streets of San Francisco. And the mm-hmm. new mayor won London Breed by promising to clean things up. However, our data at OpenTheBooks.com shows that conditions are the same or even getting worse since she was elected nine months ago. Um you know, we talked about that the number of reports spiked to an all-time high last year. Mm-hmm. Well, we took a look at the data in the first quarter of this year, and the pace has continued with 6,700 instances of human waste reported in the public way. Wow. Yeah, so no no change. Listen, can, can, you, uh, can you hold on over uh, for a quick break here? Because I really would love to talk about Louis Farrakhan and uh, this $317,000 he got oh. from the federal government that he says is run by white devils. <laughs> okay. Okay. <That's> good. <laughs> 
All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Our fantastic guest is Adam Angievsky. The book he's written is Operation Drain the Swamp. His organization, OpenTheBooks.com. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. I like to help a man when he's down. But I can't help him much when he's sleeping on the ground. Like a bottle of water, and it just flow through life. Walks around all day long singing the song. Oh, 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 my heart in San Francisco. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, and I am coming back at you live, folks, as we listen to a little bit of the smooth, smooth. Oh, don't turn it off. Don't turn oh. <laughs> let it play a little teeny bit longer. <laughs> That's okay. We can let it go. We'll get to. We'll get back to Adam. <laughs> but um, I couldn't resist Adam a little bit of uh, um, Tony Bennett there. I left my heart in San Francisco. You still there, brother? Yeah, you have a good time on your program. I appreciate you very much, brother Craig. Yeah, I look. I love my job, man. I pimp slap the devil. Yeah, you know, five days a week. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for a better job. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well said. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Farrakhan, um, Louis Farrakhan uh, of the Nation of Islam, you know, he lives in Hyde Park in Chicago. Very exclusive, uh, well-to-do neighborhood. And uh, they have a 1,500-acre uh, farm in Georgia. Okay, and they list it as a nonprofit, a five hundred one c three, and uh, so you you write, and I know quite a bit about uh, you know all of this, but I'm gonna let you tell the story. Sounds great. I'm just gonna go on memory, and I did not have a uh, an opportunity to refresh my memory before. Oh, okay. Um, you know, during the break, but so so uh, over a se- uh, I think it was a seventeen year period. Our auditors that opened the books found when we looked through federal farm subsidy data. Uh huh. You know, farm subsidies flowing into recipients that lived in Chicago, Illinois. There was 1,200 city dwellers in the city of Chicago that received $8 million over a four-year period in federal farm subsidies. Um, When we took a look at this back in 2015, we found that the residents where Reverend Minister Louis Farrakhan lives in Hyde Park, Chicago, uh, that address had received over a 17-year period $317,000 worth of uh, federal farm subsidies and commodities loans. Mm-hmm. The checks were actually made out to what turned out to be a claimed nonprofit organization, a public charity, mm-hmm. down in Georgia, as you referenced, with 1,500 acres of, of farm ground. Uh, the uh, The checks weren't mailed there. They were actually mailed to Farrakhan's home address. In exactly. Uh, when we looked into the charity, the Illinois Attorney General, who is uh, responsible for regulating public charities in Illinois, she had no record of this charity. Mm-hmm. We uh, contacted the Cincinnati Office of the Internal Revenue Service. They had no record of them either. We contacted uh, 
Farrakhan and the charity, uh, because if you're a 501c3, um, you have to turn over your IRS 990s upon request. Mm-hmm. We never got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if they were ever filed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just may be that uh, Louis Farrakhan is a farmer uh, through this uh, yeah, public charity. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and, he can, <laughs> and the charity and his entity can get farm subsidies. But it would be illegal to hold yourself out as a public charity if you're uh-huh. not. I could just see him now with his bow tie on a tractor <laughs> <laughs> down down in, in, in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah I right. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars of farm subsidies were in the database mm. for that organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when that $317,000 came in, I wonder if he could tell the difference between a dollar that came from a white devil versus a dollar that came from a black man. You know, because I mean... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, Our because it's all good. about green. They, yeah. They yeah, yeah. But look, our final minute of, uh, of um, our time together here, we're going up to another break. But uh, anything else you'd like to share? Uh, let I think what you do is so important. Please tell folks how they can get on any email list you have or how they can get your book. Uh, this is the type of stuff that really needs to go viral. So most people want to know who in their backyard that works for government, how much do they make? And at OpenTheBooks.com, we've captured virtually every single public employee's salary and pension record at every level of government across the United States. Wow. So just come to our website, click the map in the state where you live, and, and you can search it all the way down to your local school district or hometown, uh, township, county. I mean, you can see it all, who by name, in what position, makes how much, for what public body across the entire country. Oh, man, I'm going to have a good time going to that website. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, Brother Uh, Craig. Thanks for having me on the program. Oh, my pleasure. Look, anytime you are welcome uh, behind this microphone. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Okay. Bye now. Well, all right, folks, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, will entertain your phone calls at 804-454-0822, 804-454-0822. 